welcome to episode 98 of the Mandarin Orange Show. I'm Phil Vecchio. And I'm Janelle Vecchio. That's my name. This is a momentous occasion here. Not only are we rapidly approaching 100 episodes, but we are recording the final episode of my 30s. He's been so mopey. Like, he's taking a lot harder than I did. I'm just saying, like, this, this recording we're making right now is the last night I have about... Uh, about three hours from this moment that we're recording to be thir- in my 30s still. And, you know, I mean, you've been in your 40s for a while now, so it's, <laughs> you, it, you don't understand. You probably don't remember what it's like, but it's kind of a big, like, milestone, you know. You're so irritating. It's my last time to irritate you in my 30s. <laughs> Janelle's six whole months older than me, so it's really not that big of a gap. I had so much life experience as a six-month-old. You did. I really feel like, you know, when I met you, you just knew so much more about the ways of the world. And so. I do have many more street smarts than you. Many more. Like seven, at least. Mm-hmm. Seven more smarts. Yeah, that's more than one a month. That's a lot of smarts. It is. Well, we got a doozy this week for fights. Should we just get right into it? My... My younger I guess so. Husband. Let's do it. This is the last fights of my 30s. <laughs> hey, so ah, where do we begin? All right. Let's just start at the very beginning. It's a very good start place to start. Start at the very beginning. So one of our like very first episodes we talked about staying at this hotel. Was it that far back? I yeah, like it was Memorial. 2014. I'm pretty sure. Maybe it was 2000. No, it's 2018. Right now it's 2018. Okay, we've talked about it on our show because it was 2016. Yeah. Same time of year. But you guys know we like to travel places. We like to go to cool hotels and themed places sometimes. You might remember a while back we stayed at a place that was a video game themed room. The whole room had video games in it. There was a tabletop arcade cabinet, um, like a bar top one. The, uh, and we got two rooms, and the other room was was a record. Yeah, table. it was Third Man Records, and had a record player and a cool like synthesizer to play with. Very cool themed rooms. The whole property was great. They had an arcade and all this great stuff. Stuff for the kids to do. Yeah. So we like to give experiential gifts, and so for my mom's birthday maybe i want to say it was mother's day could have been mother's day anyway for something for my mom we told her we were going to take her to stay it's it's the same person that that owned that property they have a second property that's in a different spot and uh we told her we're going to stay there and so we booked the room and we booked it back in august for um this upcoming week and uh well, take it from there. How, what So what I, next? I saw it pop on my calendar, and I opened the email, and I'm like going, okay. Because they don't give you their location until a couple days before. So I was like, oh, have they told us where it is yet? Well, and we wanted to plan, like, when mom was going to meet up with us and stuff. Let's check in, and all that kind of stuff. Experience. And I see, like, in tiny print at the bottom of the email that they're a 21 and up place now 
And I was like, what? Like, when I was booking it, well, first of all, we stayed there before. Right. But when I was booking it, I didn't, like, sign off on anything. You know, like, if there's No indication like that, that that's the case, right? Yeah. So, I go, hey, Phil, can you call tomorrow and find out what's going on with that? So, I call, and what it turns out is that they allow you to smoke pot on the property and in the rooms, and therefore, obviously, kids can't, can't stay come. there. And this is a new thing since we but, stayed but there. But you did not, like, that was not on the website. It's, it's still not on the website. There's nowhere on the website where you, you it says know. that. You didn't know. You just called and you were like, yeah, like... Why yeah, can't it does, kids? and it doesn't say anything about twenty one and up until after you put your credit card information in. So even if you know you were to notice that, it's after you've already put in your person, your name, the name of everyone that stays there, your address, phone number, and then your credit card information, and then after all of that, in small print, in one of those big blocks of text that you know that yes. everything you have on the internet that nobody ever reads through, it's in there. That it says 21 and up. Nowhere on the website. Nowhere that's clearly indicated that, hey, this is 21 up. And certainly nowhere at all that says anything about pot. And it really stinks because it was, like, such a cool place. And they had fun things for the kids. And, like, I wouldn't even want to stay there without my kids. Let alone stay there when they have that going on. And so... They, it turns out they changed both of their properties into this, too. So we can't go back to the video game room. So Janelle asked me to call and figure it out. So I call up and explain to the lady the situation. Like, you know, we stayed there before and we didn't realize that you guys had changed your policy. So I guess we got to, you know, get a, res- a cancellation. We got to cancel Now, did she it. tell you why? Yeah, we, I talked with her about it. And I said, like, obviously we can't have our kids come. And that's, you know, we stayed there before with our kids and that's... What this whole thing was, you know, was to come out with her kids. And so she said, well, I could, I guess like two times a year they have a family weekend where there's no pot allowed. Oh, because it's not just like you can smoke there, but they like give it out. Like they sell it. They put it on your pillow like a mint. Like there's no like avoiding it at this place, right? They don't have any areas where you could be. Right. With your family. So, but I guess they have one weekend a year. Where it's, you know, family only. Well, at this point already, like, I'm majorly sketched out. So, I'm not bringing our kids to there, right? Like, but, you know, to, in polite conversation, she's like, let me see when the next uh, family weekend is. And she's like, oh, it's perfect. It's later this month. And I explained to her, like, the day that we have booked, that's the day we have to do this travel. Like, we can't just go willy-nilly whenever. Like, that's when we booked it back in August. That's the date we that's set aside for That's how far out we're booked. <laughs> right? And so she said, oh, well, it's coming up a little later in the month. It's the 24th and 25th. And I'm like, ma'am, that's Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Like, that's of course that's not going to work for us. Like, we can't <laughs> cancel Christmas to come there to schedule around your pot hotel, you know. So she's like, well, that's fine. We can do a cancellation, but our policy is 50%. I'm like, excuse me? And she's like, we keep 50% of your money if you cancel. Now, this is not a cheap room. No, we got the, um, we, because there were, um, five of us, we, in a small place, we had to book there only one that fit five people. Right. And it was like a big, huge room. So 
It was like $250 a night. And they want to keep 50% of that. For nothing. For for something that and they... And by the way, we called them like 10 days before our reservation. Yeah, this so was... we're not like... Well over a week and a half. The day of. Right. And she says, we have to keep half your money. And I said, well, like, it's not like we changed our plans or trying to reschedule. Like, you guys changed your policy. The last time we stayed there, you know, there we had our kids there and that was okay. So it's kind of... On you. On you guys, you know. And she's like, well, that's our policy. It's on the website. You agreed to it when you paid for it. I'm like, I I didn't agree to anything. Like, I just, uh, we had to put our credit card information in before anything popped up. And I said, there's nothing, and there still isn't anything in the terms about pot being there. So that's, again, that's on you, you know. And so she's like, Good. I'm going to give you over to my manager or to the owner. So the owner comes on, and I was like, hi, like, here's the situation, you know, we planned it i explained it all blah 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 and he goes he's all you're insane you don't read the small print on the websites when you book things like that's just that's a, that's your problem that's not my problem and he continues to like berate me it's yelling at yelling you. at the me customer is he told me you know some people say the customer is always right well those people are wrong i'm the business owner i know my business and everyone else doesn't tell me how to run my business you want your half your money back you can have it and I was like, like, and I actually said this one because he started out. The first thing he said to me was that I'm insane. And I was like, sir, you started your customer service experience by calling me a name, like <laughs> insulting me as a customer. Like, you think that's a good way to like conduct business? He's like, I don't care. That's my business. I can do what I want. I was like, all right. Like, I just, I feel that that's pretty aggressive you know for like me just asking for our money back because we can't stay there because you changed your policy since the last time we stayed there with kids and now you guys allow drugs there and you hide it in the smoke and it's hide it and i said that i said it's still to this moment nowhere on your website there's no he's like that's not my problem we sent you an email a confirmation email and it's in the confirmation email and i was like so after we pay for it you send out an email with small print in there, and we're supposed to, like, read through all that to make sure you're not a pot no, hotel. you asked him. Well, no, I said that. And he's like, yeah, that's right. And I said, well, let me ask you a question. When you book a hotel and they send you a confirmation email, do you immediately go open that email and then read through all the small print terms to make sure you agree with everything? And he's like, well, no. That's not my problem. I don't know. I said, and you expect your customers to? And he's like, that's not my problem. I'm not the customer here. And he's like, you know, this happens every time. People keep trying to cancel, and I tell them we keep half their money, and they just complain and get all mad at me. And I was like, so you're <laughs> telling me this happens, like, multiple times? Yeah, it happens all the time, and I well, just tell them the same thing. That's the other part, because when I looked up this place, like, a bunch of family travel bloggers are blogging about it. Right, but then up to a certain point, and then all of a sudden, there's all kinds of complaints about this guy being a huge jerk. Because all of yeah, a sudden like, they switch it's gears. all over like Yelp and TripAdvisor and his Facebook page about how rude this guy is. Yeah, and people are talking about because he is. It was the rudest person I've ever talked to on the phone, and I couldn't. And the, the the part that I loved though is that I kept calm. I mean, I was clearly not happy with the situation, but I kept calm the whole time. He was yelling at me from moment one, and I think it super irritated him that I just was using like <laughs> logical conversation with him, and. Even though this whole thing was frustrating, I know at least I wasted about 35 minutes of his time. Well, he hung up on you. Eventually. Spoiler alert there. <laughs> thanks for taking the punchline out of my sorry. story. But, yeah. So, I, I'm talking to him. 
And I explained to him, like, hey, because he's like, clearly we just don't see to eye to eye to eye. I don't think you would enjoy one of my properties anyway. And I said, well, actually, like, I disagree there. I said, I, I'm not sure if you realize this, but we've stayed with you guys before. We loved the place. We brought our kids. We had a great time. I told them about the rooms we stayed in. So we enjoyed it. All the people there were super nice. We had a great experience with your staff. And I said, we enjoyed it so much that we decided, hey, we're going to go again. So we turned around and we booked a room again to come back. And... We paid our money and we booked it way back then. And then we come to find out we can't stay there again because of your change in policy from when we stayed there last. And I said, so even if, and we disagree on whether or not it's easily accessible information on your website, but even if it's there, you could understand in this type of circumstance how I might just assume that nothing has changed and that we would go forward with booking without paying super close attention to the very small print on your website about this. Because, obviously, I'm not going to just assume, hey, every time we check a hotel, we better make sure it's not a pot hotel. Because who even knew that was a thing? Right. I didn't say that part. But, I, you know, I asked him. I said, you can understand that, right? And he's like, it's not my problem, man. I'm not the customer. I'm the business owner. I know my business. Don't tell me how to run my business. So We're done. I'm done talking with you here. And then... I was like, well, I, I'm not done. Like, let's talk about your website and what kind of information in there. Because it really feels like you're trying to trick people into giving you money. And then when they need to cancel because they can't stay there, you keep half their money. He's like, I'm not running a scam. This is, you can find the information. I'm like, it's not on your website. Like, go look there right now. And he's like, I'm done with this conversation. And then he hung up on me. <laughs> and I called back immediately and called back again. I called back like three times. Finally, he picks up again. And he just answers the phone and yells, I'm not talking to you, sir! And then hangs up the phone again. What if it was somebody else? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe he just assumed because I was calling back repeatedly. So then I called back one more time and left a voicemail. And I just left a nice, calm voicemail. I was like, hi, my name is Phil. Here's my phone number. And I said, you know, we, we spoke on the phone a little bit ago. And we were supposed to stay there next week. I just wanted to... You know, see if maybe you'd had a change of heart, maybe give you a chance to think about it and understand that we are past customers who, you know, gave you money before willingly and were interested in coming to stay at your thing. And because of your policy change about allowing people to use drugs on campus and we are on your hotel property and we have kids, so that's not something that we can go and do, it might be a fair thing for you as a, you know, good show, sign of goodwill that you're not trying to scam people on the internet that you might refund our money since it's <laughs> something that's beyond our control. So let me know if that's something that you guys might like to do. And then that was it. And he never called back. And, oh, and the other well, part during the conversation is he told me that, uh, you know, this happens all the time. People are always trying to cancel. And he's, and he's like, why don't you just, I'm not giving your money back. You just have to take it up with your credit card. And I said... Well, honestly, we probably will if we can't come to some kind of an understanding, but... But that, like, looks really bad on him. Right, and I said, wouldn't that be... Wouldn't it make more sense business-wise for you and I to figure it out instead of just telling me to, like, challenge a charge on my credit card? Like, that's that seems really irrational from your side to want your customers <laughs> to go to the credit card company and say that you're scamming us out of money. And he's like, I don't care. Every time, people keep challenging, and we win every time. And I was like, all right, I mean, like, if that's the way you want to look at it, I don't think you're going to win because I think we've got a pretty rock-solid situation. He's like, well, you're not getting your money back from me. And I'm like, well, actually, I'm going to. I'm going to get it through my bank if I can't get it from you. So, you know, I guess we'll see how things go because that is what I'm going to do if you guys if you guys won't cooperate. I just you know? don't understand. I don't understand. Like, I mean, I guess he's frustrated that this keeps happening, but... 
He's not, like, reflecting on himself. No, because the reason it's happening is there's nowhere on his website that indicates that this is the case. And he thinks that he's got this magical clause in there that once someone accidentally books it and then realizes he's a pot hotel, that he gets to keep half their money. Right. And that's not how it works. You don't get to trick people into buying something and then keeping half your money. Right. So, ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So, you called the credit card company. Tell us about that. Um... So they were like, well, you know, is it in their terms? Um, And I was like, well, it's in their terms after you put in your credit card information that it's 21 and up. But there is nowhere in their terms that they allow marijuana. Yeah. And then it's given. And then they give it out to the people. right? And then they're like, and she's like, oh, really? And she's all, it sounds like they had a change of policy since you stayed there last. I'm like, yep. Yeah, we brought our kids last time. And she's like, so she said, it sounds like it'll be in our favor. And so what they do is they charge it back to get our money. And then they have 45 days to, like, make their case. The hotel does, yeah. So. So we'll see. I mean... If nothing else, even if for some insane reason they decide to rule in his favor, at least I like to believe that we've given him a hard time because he, he was has a monster. To prove himself. <laughs> now he has to talk to the bank about how he gives out marijuana to people and how we should have to give him money since we have kids mm-hmm. and we can't go to his marijuana hotel. And the other great thing is we're waiting until. The bank clears it, but I can't wait to rip him apart on all of his reviews. Oh, yeah. Because it'll just feel nice, you know. Because I've never, ever, especially from a hotel, been treated that way. Like, I mean, I've had people get mad at me on the phone before for whatever reason. But definitely not from, like, someone that I'm paying money to to come stay at their place for. Or I was trying to, and then they changed their policy. I had that one, though. It wasn't you, but me. Yeah, that's true. They yelled at me because... You asked for a no-smoking room. I asked for a non-smoking room, and they flipped out like how dare i ask them for not yeah and they're like and they yeah yelled at you and said you weren't welcome yeah, at their hotel yeah it was they, so weird they said they said well we don't want you at our hotel we'll give you your money back even though like it was through hot wire yeah <laughs> it was so weird and it was because you asked if we could get a no smoking yeah. room. Yeah, like, and that was the same thing, like, they put me through the manager. I was talking to the desk lady. She was yelling at me. They put me through the manager, and before I even said anything, he was yelling at me. Yeah. And that was another thing with this guy. So he he mentioned uh, to me also about the uh, the weekend, right, the family weekend or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, we can't come on Christmas. Like, that doesn't even make sense. Right? And he's like, well, we might be able to get you in sometime next year. And I was like, sir, you've just spent the last five minutes yelling at me and insulting me, telling me that I'm less intelligent than I should be, and you think that I'm going to trust you to hold on, and trying to take half my money, and you think I'm going to trust you to hold on to my money for another nine months, (laughs) and then come and spend time with you at your property? Like, absolutely not. You've lost my business at this point. I'm not giving you my money anymore. That We're beyond that point now. Yeah, if you... Did want to keep our money, you probably should provide some customer service. Yeah. Like, there's a hint for you. <sighs> one of the things, and I love a lot about doing podcasts, but one of the things I love about it is it's just a chance to vent. And 
I hope that it's somewhat entertaining for our listeners, but even if it's not, we really appreciate you guys hearing us out because... Don't stay at the Hicksville hotels. No. Don't. No. And one in Idlewild... Don't be tricked because they look like they're really kid-friendly. Yeah. (laughs) One in Idlewild and there's one in uh, 29 Palms. At an undisclosed location. Yeah, they don't tell you the property location. Probably because they don't want to get raided by the police. (laughs) And I understand that there's, like, some, you know, legal issues as far as, like, California, blah, blah, blah. But that doesn't mean that he gets to keep our money. Like, that's fine. Do your business. Do what you want to do. That's your thing. I'm not trying to control that. But I also don't have to give you my money if it's not something that I want to go participate in. Right. It's a free country. And... That's apparently something you're allowed to do now, but I don't have to. Right. And he doesn't get to eat my money. And my kids aren't allowed to, so. Right. Ugh. Yeah. All that on top of that, you guys probably remember our Walmart card debacle where we yeah, had someone steal money. That. that popped up again. And then I got someone on eBay who sold me a video game that I was buying for a birthday present and it was supposed to be brand new and it's open. And then he wrote to me and used some dirty words and told me I was being... uh, irrational that it's fine just because it's open doesn't mean it's not new even though his listing specifically specified that it was a new sealed copy yeah i bet you maybe it was like um kind of refreshing to see that viral video of the guy who set off the glitter bomb oh my gosh the guy who's that is so cathartic there's a german word called shade shaden fruit i believe (laughs) that's deriving pleasure from seeing other people like not having a good time basically (laughs) and it's that feeling of like oh at least i know some people are getting what they deserve in that Mm. regard you know because i just it uh and the thing is too, like if that guy at the at the hotel had said like it's a twenty five dollar cancellation fee, yeah, I would have yeah. argued with him for a couple minutes because it's still not fair. But in the end, I would have been like, fine, whatever. I don't ever want to talk. You're not to you keeping again. like. But you're not going to keep over a hundred dollars yeah. of our money. That's that's the insane part. I felt like I was insane after he, that's what he called me, but I felt like it because I'm like, are you kidding me? And I told him too. I said, it's not like I'm asking about a common thing like can i bring a pet right like this is something i didn't even know existed that's not a common situation so you can't you don't expect that i have to read through every hotel we book to make sure it's a drug hotel i know if there's there's like weird things like weird policies they make you initial or check each box right and it says something about it on the website before you pay for it yeah and they didn't have anything like that. No, absolutely not. So, yeah, it's... it's. Oh. All right, we need to move on We do, this, we do. But, but we'll thank you guys you for hearing that. We'll on that debacle. They said it could take up to 90 days, so that'll be fun. Yeah, so that guy gets to hold our money for 90 days, but hopefully he'll be out of business before <laughs> that goes, because he should not be getting people's money. Well... With that, we've got some other news to cover. So let's get to the news. So you can rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play and TuneIn or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Please drop us an email at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. We have one more episode in between this and our 100th episode, so we'd love to hear from you guys. Any uh, thoughts on our 100 episodes? Um, let us know uh, what you'd like to hear or 
you know, congratulatory messages if you want. Or <laughs> love congratulatory messages. Maybe some clever puns or a nice limerick. I've, I've said that a number of times, and I'm yet to get a limerick, so you Come never on, know. Come limerick writers. Um, perhaps a play on words. Or, or just a rating review would be, you know, really great for a hundredth episode. That's it good, helps yeah. other people see us. A comment on the website. Oh. Any one wow. of those things. Yeah, I mean, you know. Whatever. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you guys. Also, make sure you follow us on Instagram, Mandarin Orange Show. I'm always posting fun things there. Twitter, at Mandarin Orange. It's pretty pretty inactive. <laughs> but you never know. Facebook. Um, we have a page and a group, Mandarin Orange Show. And um, Phil runs the Instagram account. So you can tag at Phil Vecchio and he'll never see it. But if you go to Mand- at Mandarin Orange Show... You'll uh, see his action. And it's it's pretty diverse uh, content, I would say. <laughs> I would say so. I mean, I might have a pretty picture of a hike I'm on, or show a record I'm listening to. Or, or a creepy white elephant gift. Or a creepy white elephant gift. You never know. You never know. Or anything in between those three. <laughs> it's the main three categories, though, right? What else has been going on? So... We did a couple things earlier in the week that are, were fun. We did a room escape with the Eltons. Um, our room escape team. Our, our room escape teammates. And we had a good time with that. And it was at Trapped um, out in Upland. That's the first room escape we ever did was with Trapped. And it was one of the best rooms we've ever done. Yeah. Um, it's hands down their best room. And we've done some good ones with them. But it was, it was near perfect. I'd put it in my top three or four ever mm-hmm. um which is saying a lot because we've done a lot of room escapes yeah. um so good job trapped out in upland california if you guys are around that's Do the down the rabbit hole totally kid friendly yeah we brought our kids and it was awesome so highly 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 recommended there and then we also did our weigh in um for our family weigh in thing and we did a game day to uh celebrate that commemorate the occasion mom won this one i won't comment on our placement although we did both lose weight but not as much as the others so yeah but it was good i mean we're both on a good track there i'm down almost 30 pounds now yeah so it's good i just had to do better in order to uh to win so we will we'll get back up there i mean back down there (laughs) i hope so (laughs) but probably the biggest news definitely the most uh interesting part is that i you know mentioned earlier it's my 40th birthday tomorrow and janelle threw me an epic surprise birthday party this weekend he said it was right up there with his lord of the rings party easily easily right up there it was shorter for (laughs) sure um but that's because the lord of the rings one was like 12 hours long uh but no janelle first of all on saturday no this was saturday on Friday night, we went out, and John didn't tell me where we're going, but we I went out. I had a surprise for him. And we went to Palm Springs and eventually went to the airport in Palm Springs and picked up my good friend Steve from college. And I was totally surprised. flew in from surprised. Colorado. Flew in, and how much did you help him get an air flare for? So I got it down to $80 round trip from Denver to Palm Springs, which is like a really small, That's amazing the best airport. airport. And 
his wife found a promo code, Jamie, Jamie and got it down to 55 so $55, he came out for the weekend, and at this point, like, I just knew he was yeah, coming to visit. Yeah, we're talking a Friday night to a Sunday fair? Yeah. Insane. Unbelievable. So first of all, like, he stayed over here at the house, we just had a blast. Our kids loved him, too. They, I don't think they've, no, they met him because we visited them earlier this summer, but it was we very brief. a couple times in their life. When, yeah, when they were often. really little, and then they, briefly before this summer. But anyway, I just had a blast with them. And then on Saturday, and I kind of knew something was happening on Saturday because you had it blocked out on the calendar yeah. mode. But I didn't know what was going on. Although I had some inklings because some family and friends are... They have big mouths. Loose lips sink ships. <laughs> um, but I didn't know everything that was going on. Yeah. And so we went to the Harkins movie theater. And uh, first of all... We got there early. Matt came and picked us up. I didn't know who was going to pick us up, but my brother Matthew picked us up, and we got there too early, and you were mad because we were there early. He doesn't, I, he doesn't listen. I said 10.05. And we got there at like 9.43. Well, I had to send a package out because I had sold something on Amazon, and so I said, well, let's run to the post office real quick since Janelle's telling us to The like, post you know, office is not a real quick well, ever. Well, especially around the holidays. It was a real long line. Everyone was so chatty, too. The lady in front of me was telling me about, like, as soon as I stepped in line in front of, behind her, she was like, oh, I got a real good deal on the luggage here. I'm coming to pick it up. And I was like, oh, great. And then she proceeded to show me the pictures of all the luggage she had purchased on Costco. And and I'm, like, telling everybody to hide. And she showed me and told me who each one of the pieces of luggage was going to. And then the guy in front of her was like, excuse me, does anyone know where the nearest Chase Bank was? And then, like, five people chimed in in line, and they are all arguing about where the closest Chase was. And I was like, hey, I'm just going to look it up on my phone because I have this app um, called Google Maps. And it will tell me, like, on a map where it is. And then I showed them on there. And they're like, oh, that is... So I helped solve that. And then by the time I got up to the front, you know, the gentleman who helped me was... There's, like, three people working. And they had, like, super friendly, super friendly. And the guy that just grunted at everybody and was Mm -hmm. like... And everyone's like, you know, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. And he goes, like that. And that's the guy I got. But still, whatever. So by the time all that was done and we drove back, you started calling, like, in the car on the way back. And you were mad. And we got there about... My friend said that Matt's fired. Well, we got there at like 10, <laughs> 10 minutes after we were supposed to. So, all of that is to say this. I managed to be both late and early to my own birthday party. Which is what he's very proud of. I am. I mean, you know, it's not easy to do. So. But, we walk into the movie theater when we did finally get there. And we walked in to see The Grinch. Which we'd already seen, so I was very confused. But then we walk into the big room. Everybody was quiet. Well, it's funny. We walk in the big room, and I can see, as soon as we walk in and hear Mario Kart 8 playing up on the big screen. And then we walked in, and everyone did a really good job of hiding, and you guys waited a while. And I was like, hello, is anybody here? And then everyone jumped out and surprised. And uh, it was awesome. We You rented the movie theater for like two hours and we had a huge Mario Kart tournament. On the movie screen. On the giant movie screen. It was great. I did not win, although I made it into like a what, semi-final round, I guess. You made it to the semi-finals. Whatever, the second round. I made it to the finals. 
the final round. Yeah, yeah. But I had to go up against the person that eventually became the champion, like, and the probably second place person right after that. So Yes, you did. And the person that won was Steve, who flew out from Colorado. So he came out basically. I got a trophy. To take I got the a trophy. trophy. It said, um, uh, Mario Kart champion Phil's 40th birthday 2018. So the real prize is he gets to have my name on his trophy <laughs> shelf. It doesn't say his name, it says my name. I so. mean, I probably could have put his name on it. <laughs> yeah, I, we, I was pretty. Once, question? once I knew what we were doing, I was pretty sure. In fact, I told him, I hope that your backpack on the airplane can hold that trophy in it because I knew it was going home with him. And a gift card. And a gift card. Because I said there would be prizes. It was so much fun. Tons of my friends came out. Not everyone that you invited was able to make it, but like a lot, a lot of great well, friends like and family were there. Well, it was like early on a Saturday morning. You had to be out by noon. Yeah. There were some factors. So it was I awesome. did get a lot of compliments. And I, I now did. Now everybody wants to have a video game birthday party at the movie theater. Well, it's remarkably affordable. Yeah. Like, it was, I mean, am I allowed to divulge the information? You can give away my secrets, my party secrets. I mean, now that you've done it, everyone else that does it will know <laughs> we copied it from you, right? But um, it's 100 bucks for the first hour, and then you did two hours, so the second hour is 75 So $175 for two hours on the big screen. And I saw, like, we went to the movies there, and I saw it on the screen that you could do gaming rentals for that, for 100 bucks. I was like, that can't be true. It was less than we paid to and do like a John's true. Incredible Pizza one I for know, the kids' birthday parties. Cheaper than I paid for Luke's birthday party. It was at like, the movie theater. We had to go mix in with like and we just saw a crowd. movie. We saw the Lego movie or one of the Lego movies, and I had to pay like over twenty bucks a head. Yeah. So man, I mean, it's good. And if you think about it this way, like. You know, let's say as like adults, you wanted to go play video games for a hundred bucks for an hour, and you have four people. That's twenty five dollars a person to go play yeah. video games for an hour on the big screen. Yeah, I mean, if you look at it that way, it's really not bad. And if you get an eight player going, it's twelve. I was amazed that there was like no like glitches or anything. No, it was awesome. It was good. It was perfect. So super super cool. So if you're listening to this and you were there, thank you for coming out because it was great. And- had Fun many times. Good, good time. It was kind of a little like a wedding type of thing, though, because I know there's so many people there, I and know you. it's hard for you. Well, it's hard because you know, first of all, it was quick. I tried to get around and say hi and talk to everybody, but then also you kind of needed my help to keep the game the running. tournament running and make sure the controllers were all set up right and get everyone going. So between all that, I I mean, I feel like I got to say at least hi to everybody, but. There was a little bit of like, oh, I want to spend Luckily more time with everybody. Luckily, you had Steve the whole weekend. I did, and that's good because I mean, not that I don't want to see all the other people, but Steve, you know, lives out of state, so I don't get to see him as often. But uh, it was great. It was just a fun, fun, awesome party. So, and it's kind of like means that I can never ever compete for present giving for Janelle. So what mm-hmm. am I gonna do? So like how I like to keep it. Yeah. Basically, I'm going to have to... I think somebody, was it Rachel, said I have to just take you to Paris now or something like that? Okay. So, yeah. (laughs) How am I going to plan that without you knowing? You should try it. Mm. 
I don't know. That's a little scary. Although I can take you to Lake Paris down by Hibbit, so I'll just uh, do that. Okay. <laughs> I don't care where we go. Really? You don't care? Yeah, I like to travel. So, Manhattan Beach. I love Manhattan Beach. Are you kidding me? All right. South Central? There's fun things to do. I've never seen the Watts Towers. All right, man. You really are. <laughs> I worked and there they for say, six years. And they say you're hard to shop for. <laughs> they do say that. They do. All right. Well, moving along very briefly, we've got some movie time. Movie time. Gosh, you haven't been in the movies in so long. And then... I know. Now the movie pass is out. Movie pass has kicked... The bucket. Is it, I think it might still kind of be going for some people, but I think it's like rapidly declining. I don't know why. Like, you can't see anything. I know. But some people are holding on. But we're out for sure. So we actually paid to see two movies today because you're on break and the kids Woo! are not. So we went and saw one movie while the kids are in school and then we saw another movie because it's $5 Tuesdays um, with the kids. So tell us about what we saw. So we saw a movie called Instant Family, and I don't think I have ever cried slash cried laughing so much in the same movie. Yeah, it was right up there with like the Mr. Rogers movie. I probably cried even more in it. Not to say that it's, you know, that doesn't mean it's better, but it just even was even more tearjerker. Uh, just like from the get-go, it's like... It's just heart wrenching. It is, and it's but so really funny. funny too. Yeah, some really funny stuff. So, I made the mistake of not bringing like tissues in, yeah, and I was just like slobbering all over the place. I was my eyes ass. were so red. Yeah, after, but anyways, it was really good though. It was so good. So I mean, you know, definitely recommended, but. You know, be prepared. Bring a tissue. Yeah, it's pops. not just the like popcorn, put it on in the background kind of thing. You know. Yeah. Um, and then after school, we picked up the kids because they're still in school, and we went five dollar Tuesday. Five dollar Tuesday. We saw Spider Man Enter the Spider Verse, or is it Into the Spider Verse? Whatever, something, something, the Spider Verse. I think it's Into. I wrote Enter, but I think it's Into. What did you think of that? I thought it was great. It was a cartoon. I know. It's really stylized, It was so cool looking. So cool. It looked... Do you know why it had that specific, like, kind of interesting grainy texture? Was it cell? Mm, Sort of. Not really. Film? It's mimicking what a comic book looks like. That's how the little ink dots print in the comic books. Oh, right. So all the way the lines and dots are from, like, old comic books. I mean, I got the comic book thing. Yeah, but that's why the textures look that way, too. That's really good. So cool. I don't want to spoil anything, but we we saw some friends. Yeah, because a lot of it wasn't in the preview, even. No, no. It's oh so good. But we saw some friends there, and they unfortunately had to go, like, during the credits, because one of the kids had to go pee, and um, they missed the after credits thing, yeah, don't and you leave. don't want to miss that. Don't so. leave. Never leave. Yeah. Um, Never leave in a Marvel movie, even if it's a Sony Marvel movie. Even if you're going to pee your pants. It's, you just got to do it. Okay, well, um, 
we are going to move along to another section. Let's um, let's talk some fiction books. You like fiction books? Fiction books is one of my favorite kinds of books. Do you like fiction? Like it? I sure I love it. That's crazy. I've never met anyone else who likes fiction. I like fiction books. Me too. <laughs> what you reading? Anything fictiony? Uh, no, I'm reading nonfiction right now. <laughs> You're not allowed to talk. You are reading. I think you guys haven't quite finished Island of the Blue Dolphins to the kids, right? Oh, that's right. I am. That's fiction. I am reading Island of the Blue Dolphins, and I actually am reading it to Luke and Audrey because my class is doing a book study on it, like at school, and I need to be ahead of it. <laughs> and um, it's such a good book. It is so good. Did I tell you? Did I tell the story about the kid in Fortnite? I think you did. Yeah. On the on the podcast. Yeah, I think so. But it could just be. I don't know. I've told retold stories okay. before. You can tell it quickly. I didn't. You can ask for. <laughs> All right, that's good. It's a good funny story about Fortnite and Island of the Blue Dolphins. It's hilarious. So if you want to know the connection between the two, <laughs> you got to write in and ask Janelle to tell that story. Okay. Um. We also, well, I've been reading, I just started a short story collection, and it's short stories of O. Henry, which I'm very excited about, because if you don't know, O. Henry wrote The Gift of the Magi. Gift of the Magi. And that's usually the one everyone knows of him, but I have a couple of other collections of his short stories, and I just love the way he writes. It's almost like, it's almost like Twilight Zone type twists and yeah. stuff, you know, like very... Not so much like the alien ones, but just the more like, uh, you know, the sweet ones, the kick the can type of thing. Right. Although that one's a little supernatural too, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Twists. Um, And so a little while back, you got a pile of books that one of your old students' parents gave us, and there was a collection of O. Henry stories in there, and I assumed that it would be stuff I had, and it turns out like, except for Gift of the Magi, because that's in all of his collections, because... That's his most famous story. Almost all the rest of the stories I've never seen before. So, hmm. very excited. I'm just reading through that. And so far, so good. Nice. Do you know the story of O. Henry? Why he's named O. Henry? No. So, he this was he was alive, I want to say, like, he was born late 1800s and alive into the early 1900s. So, like, a contemporary of uh, Lucy Maud Montgomery, right? Mm-hmm. And... He, I can't remember exactly what, but he got, somehow he got in trouble for embezzling money from a company. I don't remember if he owned it or if he, like, worked for them or whatever. One way or another, he wound up going to prison for a few years Hmm. for, like, white-collar crime, right? And so while he was in prison, he started writing stories. He may have written some beforehand, but he was writing there. And he realized he was never, as a felon, he was never going to get to publish stuff under his name. Because no one's going to publish stuff as a felon, especially back then, right? So, he took on a pen name, and his pen name was O. Henry, and it was because one of the prison guards where he was at, that was his name. It was I don't remember his first name, but that was his initial, O. Henry. Hmm. So, he took on that pen name so he could still keep stuff published. And he was actually a successful writer, you know, made a lot of money after he got out of prison selling these stories. Interesting. Yeah. So, there you go. There you literary go. history. See, we can have some nonfiction information, even in fiction books. Wow. 
So one more thing about our fiction books. We mentioned this last time, but we are relaunching the Vecchio Book Club. So it's a Goodreads group. And if you go on Goodreads at goodreads.com and you search for Vecchio Book Club, that should pop it up real easy. Vecchio Book Club. You'll see a picture of us with the kids in a cave. So if you're concerned it's the right one, then just... uh, just look for the stalactites. Look for, well, I don't know if you can see these stalactites, <laughs> but we're in a cave. And uh, you should join it. And we actually selected our first book. Remember last time I talked about how we read one book, then we read a series of two books, then a series of three books, and so on and so forth, all the way up until an eight-book series. But we're back to one. And so we're actually going to read, it's another Lucy Maud Montgomery book called Jane of Lantern Hill. For a couple reasons. One, we've been reading a lot of Lucy Maud, so I'm into that. And I haven't read this one yet. And two, one of the sealed DVDs that we never got to during the sealed DVD challenge is called Lantern Hill. And it's a movie adaptation of this book. And Phil kept eliminating it because he hasn't read the book Because I wanted to read the book first. So that is one of the reasons we're going to read this first. So if you guys want to join up with us and uh, read it with us, you can probably get it from the library if nothing else if you guys don't own a copy of the book and uh, we're going to read Jane of Lantern Hill we started I put the start date is today because I finally got it set up today and we want to be finished with the book by January of next year so should give you plenty of time to read it it's not that long of a book and uh, if you guys want to join it join the group um, send us an email so that we know uh, that you're joining us and um, that's exciting right book club it's the Vecchio book club All right, well, I think that we're going to do one more section, and it's one we haven't done in a while, and because of that, we have a lot of stuff to cover. So we're going to do it real quick. But we are going to talk game nights. Yes. Now, this is appropriate to talk about game night on the show because we just had a game night with Mom and Dad and the weigh-in, and this weekend we've got another game night coming up (gasps) With oh our friends, the Borgs gosh, and the I'm Eltons. I'm so excited. We need to record a clip for our 100th episode I, I think we're, at the event. I think we will. We'll bring our stuff and see what we can do there. And uh, I'm excited. I'm we're going to so play some excited. games. excited. So since we last talked about board games, we have played a ton of them. And so what we're going to do um, in, in, you know, in anticipation of our upcoming board game night is we're going to just go through, we're going to rapid fire, I'll do one, you do one, say the name of the game, maybe the context we played it in, and what you think of it, who it's recommended for, or whatever, and then we go. You Sounds got it? Sounds good. Some of them I didn't play with you and the kids, though, so. All right, well, if you don't know it, then I'll take <laughs> it. So, are we ready? Go. All right, this is going to be rapid fire game night. First up, we played Speed. Actually, I played this one with the kids. Taught them how to play. Do you remember that game at all? Oh, I love speed. Okay, it's classic. The kids loved it. Two-player, high-speed card action. Gotta love it. Go. Waterworks. I did not play that one. Yeah, you did. This is the one where you lay the pipes out. I didn't play it with you I guys. thought we played it with you. Absolutely Well, not. we played... The kids and I have been really into it. It's an old one from... Probably from the 70s or at least 80s. You play cards that are shaped like pipes and you have to complete a pipe. And they can spring leaks and you have to fix them. And it's really fun. I don't know if you can find it anymore, though, so I don't know if that's helpful. Uh, you guys also played War? Yeah, I've been teaching the kids a lot of fun, like, two-player games, you know. It's good to know. Yeah. It's good stuff. 
It's like uh, in uh, Vegas Vacation, the games they <laughs> yes, play. Yes, in the like special. The weird casino, <laughs> rock, paper, scissors. Yes. Pick a number between one and ten. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, three. <laughs> uh, Yahtzee. This one is a great game to play with elementary school kids, guys. It teaches them about prob- probability, and it's great for mental math. Yeah. Also fun. And fun. I taught the kids how to play Pente, which is like a two-player board game. Kind of like Othello. I, I remember playing Pente with you. It's got some, you know, or it's almost like Connect 4, but it's Connect 5, and it's on a big wide board. Mm-hmm. It's real fun. Um, three Up, Three Down is a card game um, that, um, I mean, I, I kind of want to say it's like Uno, because don't you have to... Yeah, but it's sort of like a mix between it's Uno... And it's like a mix between that and like Rook, though, isn't it? Don't you like have to take suits or take uh, I tricks? don't think you take suits. No, there's another game that we said it's like, but I can't remember. We now. played it at your... It's the game we played with your parents at their game night. I know, but I can't remember now. Okay. But I know we liked it. We've played it a couple times. It's fun. All right, we played Geek Out, which was like a trivia game, and I'm pretty sure we put that in the yard cell pile. Yeah, it was okay. It's fine. No one will ever play trivia games with me anyway. In fact... Um, our friends stated that we are not playing trivia games on our game night. Yeah, and so, like, the Eltons got me for my birthday a board game that's, like, a state, state trivia game, and I don't think we're allowed to play it at the no. party, at the game night, so. Uh, next up is Scruples, which is one that my parents had. I remember them having it when I was a kid, and it's, like, not appropriate for kids, so I remember it being, like, the mm. game that the parents played that I wasn't allowed to play. That game's stupid. It's dumb, and we all hated it, and I'm pretty sure they got rid of it. They got rid of it. It's dumb. Um, okay, next we have Five Second Rule. This is kind of like your outburst-type game. Yeah. Where you, you just... Make this noise. Somebody says a category and you have five seconds to say three things. And they have a little, like, super quick timer that mm-hmm. does five seconds. It's so fun. I send it home for my students for board game month. It's a great game. Well, and you can pick up and play. You can play a five-minute game or a half an hour or whatever. Like yeah. there's, It's really, really quick and fast and fun. So, uh, We played Liar's Dice, which I don't even remember playing that now. Do you? Is that when we played with Mom and yeah, Dad? That's I, how long ago it's been. It, it was with another game day with Mom and Dad, and we really liked it, but I don't remember how to play it. I don't either. Check that out. We yeah, liked it. Yeah, that's a good recommendation. Okay. So um, fun, you won't remember how to play. It's because we played so many games. Sellers of Catan. Love it. Catan. We're gonna teach. Game. We're gonna play it on in our game night this weekend. So fun. You play by our rules. Yeah, if you need to know our rules to make it better, because we've talked to people who won't play it anymore because they get in fights, we have family rules that allow you to not get in fights. It makes the game more fun. Uh, Boggle, that's another great one that you and I have played since, like, long before we were married, even. I love Boggle, and Phil beats me every time. I still love it. You occasionally can, you know, blah, 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 but not really. Funglish, oh, that's your turn. I skipped. Um, Funglish is a great game where it's basically like charades with words. So there's a bunch of words laid out. You ha- and you have to get the people to guess just by placing words. <laughs> it kind of has a lot in- a little in common with like code names where you really have to think 
yeah. outside the box how about how to get people explain. to think about something without being able to use words that are your own. Yeah, it's really fun. And you have to use the words that pre-printed. You can't, like, write your own. Yeah. Uh, past the pigs. We taught the kids that. We do those, like, bring it on hikes or little take them out to lunch. And they're, like, pig-shaped dice. It's a great, another great game for mental math. Um, play it with your elementary school kids. Used to be called Pigmania. My parents still have the Pigmania version, but it's the same game. So weird. Why would you change the name? I don't know. Crazy. Uh, I played Tumble with the kids, which is the generic version of Kerplunk. I uh, played that with them, too, when you were gone. It's fun. Um, it's definitely a generic version, and the actual construction of the game is pretty sketchy. Yeah. Someday we may want to invest in an actual Kerplunk. <laughs> I think I got it at Big it was Lots. A, it was at, like, Big Lots for sure, like a $3 so, game. Yeah. But it's it's a great game. It's super fun to do those type of, like, physical challenge right. ones. But, you know, if you're going to go out and get one, I'd recommend Kerplunk over Tumble. Yeah. So... Last year for Christmas, maybe the last two years, uh, Phil's brother Matt bought board games for everybody instead of... Um, yeah, but these ones were not from him. These are from David and Amber. Oh. Well, again, giving board games, great gifts idea. So David and Amber got us Forbidden Island and Forbidden Desert. And they're really cool games from... Another country, right? Probably. But they're cooperative ones. Yeah. Which is really cool. It's a kind of cool trend in, you know, recent times of the resurgence of board games. As and we're a cooperative not talking game. like the ungame where there's like no points. Right. Like it's like an adventure you're trying to beat the game to together. Win. Whereas with the ungame, you just, nobody won. And our kids get so into it, like they start almost like getting teary if they think we're not going to win. Yeah. We're, like, oh, we're not going to make it. Very we're emotional. like, you guys, it's a board game. Like, just remember <laughs> we're sitting in our kitchen right now. Yeah. But they get like really invested in it. It's so cute. Um, Lego Heroica. Yeah, did we get you to play this time? Yeah, I did play. I The kids and I love it. We have a complete set now with all of the kits and. We make up our own rules and, you know, build the board around different ways. and It's like a, a easy duns, Dungeons and Yeah, like a very light RPG and it's super, super fun. It gets a little long for me, I'll be honest. Yeah, you have a short attention span for some things. <laughs> There's nothing I can do about that. And I'm like, okay, I need a break. Um, next. Life. Audrey's favorite board game, and Her she favorite. always asks to play it. And she's so much like me. I love that game too. It's so it's so cute, so sweet, and it's life. You know, <laughs> I I it's understand why she loves it as an adult. It's, it's not too as much exciting. Like real life, you're like you can't like get away from it. You're like okay, I have debt. Yeah, have you have to pay loans. bills. You have to. I have to, Ugh. like, pay money to fix the car. Taxes. You got to, like, worry about retirement. Like, but the kids just do? see it as, oh, how many kids do I get to have? <laughs> and what house do I get to go to? Yeah, so it was I get fun it. playing it as a kid. It's fun playing with them because they're so sweet. Um, 80s Seen It. We got that from Moolala. You and Luke won that one. We did. We did teams with parents <laughs> and kids because, let's face it, the adults have a bit of an advantage in that one. Yeah. We got this game called Shadows in the Dark, which is this really interesting, like, 
It's a physical game where you have a little lantern and then there's these obstacles and, and you have to, to play turn in the off dark. The and then you hide these little characters in like the nooks and crannies of the board and then one player is the lantern and they have to move around the board and try to find these characters that are hidden in the dark. It's very interesting. We feel like we need to like rework the rules a bit. Yeah. To make it work for us. Like the core concept is cool, but it's a little like it's kind of like war where it'll just never end with the you way know, that the game yeah. is currently set up. So we need to come up with something. But it was fun though. But it was very so interesting. Cool if we can figure out how to tighten it up. We've played Rook a number of times uh, in the intervening times. This one we will also play on our game night. It's another game night one. Love it. One of my favorite games of all time. You need a special deck to play it. Yes. Uh, When Steve was out here, um, one of the presents you got from listeners of the show, Josh and Rachel, was exploding kittens because they're obsessed with cats. (laughs) And so it was very fitting. And, and we've never played it before. No, it was cute. Yeah, it's fun. Our kids, like, oh they gosh. almost don't even care about the game because they're just all kinds of, like, Funny you know. Funny little sayings on yeah, the Yeah, and, like, poop jokes and stuff like oh that. Oh, my like, gosh, they were dying. They Really, I don't. I think they would have just sat there and read the cards and wouldn't have even cared if we played. But it's a fun game. We haven't even gotten to the expansion pack yet where you have to wear, well, like, a cone of shame we did open it because the kids wanted to wear the cone of shame but we haven't integrated that into the game yet so we will up next um audrey this is really cute so each week um when the kids have electives they have these optional classes after school and they like to space them out so that one day audrey will have one and luke doesn't or vice versa so i have extra time just with daddy and audrey or daddy and lukey right so sweet and they always want to plan it that way because they want their daddy daughter or daddy son time and I love it, and it just fills my so heart with joy. Cute. And so each day, ta- each day, you know, I let them plan whatever they want to do for the daddy kid time. And it's you know sometimes it's games. Luke usually wants to play games, do puzzles, and you know whatever else. A lot of times it's video games, but you know it varies. Audrey sometimes wants to to watch a show and color. That's what she likes to do, like draw, not mm-hmm. color, but like. And what she'll do is she'll have like an assignment, like. All right, uh, draw like a family of superheroes, and then we have to each draw our own and show, show it to each, each other. other. And so we do that a lot. But sometimes she wants to play video or board games too. And the other day she said that she really has good memories of us playing Candyland together, and she wanted to play Candyland because we haven't played it in a long time. If you've ever played Candyland, there's actually a joke, a funny joke about it in Instant Family, Instant family that we saw today. But it's it's fun and cute to play with kids, and it helps them to learn their colors and just the idea of moving pieces along a board. But as a game in and of itself as an adult is mind-numbingly dull because there's absolutely zero strategy whatsoever. And, like, you know, you could get all the way to the end or almost and then draw a card that pulls you all the way back to the beginning. So it's just, it can go on forever. Yeah. And so Audrey and I played one round of it like that. And, you know, and she's like, yeah, it's really just... She understands the difference between chance-based games and strategy. Yeah. But I came up with a way to modify Candyland with Let's just what we it. had that adds... It's a small amount, but it actually adds a small amount of strategy to it. So what we did is, since it was just two of us, we each took... And there's four, like, tokens, you know, or characters. We each took two of them. And you have to get both of your characters all the way to mm. the end. 
And what that does is Candyland challenge. You have edition. to like strategize and say, okay, I got to a double purple. So you have to look and see which character is that the most advantageous for, mm. you know? And then you might like move this guy and you might want to wait to try to go down the secret passage or whatever. It's still 98% chance, but it adds a little bit of interesting right. twist to it. That if you have like a little bit older kids that want to play, it might be not the worst idea to uh, integrate into there. It made it palatable, um, you know, aside from just the wonderful time spending with your kids. Right, right. Um, and every time we play it, there's like a big, I don't know, 10 paragraph story on the packaging about like all the different lands and what happens. And whenever we play it, Audrey reads it from front to back. So she did it once again. Awesome. I love Daddy Daughter Day and Daddy Sunday. Cute. Um, we played a game called Suspend, but I don't remember. That's the oh, one that Audrey got with the, a cool, like, that. I, I, as I said it, I remember. Yeah. So, it's basically this, like, wire structure, and you have to hang, like, these hanger-type things, and they all have to connect and touch, and it's kind of like a kerplunk situation, but with But you're, like, building it instead hangers. of taking them out. And it was really unique. It was Yeah. Fun. And she got that from one of her friends for her birthday. Yeah. It was great. Great game. Very, very we cool. We played it a lot for was like a Was it the Eltons? I don't think it was the Eltons. I think they um, they got her like the soap making or something. Hmm. Well, but anyway, one of her friends that she's was. She's been really enjoying her presents she got from her birthday still. She likes to spread them out and really... Yeah. Savor each present. As we, as we do. <laughs> All right. Um, this brings us up to last weekend's game night. We played Last Word, which we'd never played before. That's a like clever word game type of thing. That was fun. We enjoyed that. Oh, yeah. One with where you the have timer. To be, yeah, and you have to be the last one to say a word that fits the category before the timer. It was kind of like musical chairs. Yeah. With words. Yeah. But it also kind of reminded me of like five second rule where you have to keep thinking of more yeah. things in a category. And it's a lot harder than you think. Yeah. So that's fun. And then, of course, code names. Which is just one of the best modern games, period. We yeah. love that game. And we like the word version better than the picture version. Well, we've only done the Disney picture version. So that, I, mean, I, I don't know. We I think the jury's out there. Audrey loves being the code giver. I think that's her other favorite game, that in life. Yeah. And I'm like, just keep me as a guesser. It's too much pressure being on that side. You do sweat a lot at I it. Do. But I do. I love both sides, but it is like really intense. It's such a cool game. Finally, um, we played Flinch, which is one I hadn't played, but it's basically a very similar game to this game called Spite and Malice that I used to play a lot as a kid with my parents. And it's sort of like a competitive uh, solitaire game. Like, it's a card game. Yeah. It was, I thought it was really fun. Cool. We had a good time with it, right? Mm-hmm. Woo! That is a lot of board games. So, make your lists. Go shopping. Play games with your families, you guys. Like, even if you don't have kids, it's so fun. And it's such a great way to, like, communicate with each other. I, like, make it a part of um, homework. So... Next month, I'm sending home board games. I have 30 different board games. The kids get to pick. They keep them at home for a month, and then they bring them back, and they get to bring home a new game. So. Do it. Play games with each other. Yeah. But not, like, mind games. I'm talking about, like, games that are positive. Yeah. 
don't like you know try to manipulate people with you know like withholding information or something. All right, I think that's gonna be just about it for this episode. What do you think? I am not Christmas vacation, Janelle. I'm so tired right I know. now. We haven't you haven't gotten into. I'm it not yet. even in the double digits, and I'm like. Well, just, it's like, can't even keep my. It's eyes almost open. ten o'clock, which means that I have less than two hours of being in my thirties. That means this. I'm really taking it hard. This guys. is the last time I get to tell you thank you for recording don't the show you know with me. Forty is the new thirty. Well, I I don't. I how, how is it? Thirty is the new twenty. I I wouldn't know yet. I, I'm still in my thirties. It's not really that different. We'll see in two hours. Well, this is the last time in my 30s I get to tell you guys as listeners, thank you for joining us on this episode, and we'll definitely be Can back again soon. Can I tell you soon. real quick, though, what Phil said to Luke tonight? He said, um, he said, I have always been in my 30s. Like, for his entire for life. his entire life. But not Audrey. He was in his 20s. But Mommy was always in her 30s. Well, I was. I was 29 when Audrey was born and <laughs> you were 30. So. Such a brat. Such a brat. It's because I love you. I know. I know you just say it for my benefit. Also, I enjoy the way that like you roll your eyes and growl at me when I irritate you sometimes. Yeah. And I kind of can't help it. Mm-hmm. It's just sort of fun. Mm-hmm. That's why we work well together. I almost got Phil to go to Glen Ivy, though. Mm, no. Jan- so, I, so Phil's mom, uh, for my birthday, took me to Glen Ivy Hot Springs yesterday. And People I might not it, know what that is. It's a spa. It's like, like a, a water park for women, I guess, but men can go, too. And there, I saw plenty of, like, couples there. But you go and get, like, spa treatments. You get to, like, put mud on. And you get to go underground. And Phil was interested if the caverns and waterfalls were natural. Well, if there's, like, real caves, I would go to check out the caves. Because I like caves. But so, I have no interest in rubbing mud on me and rolling around in, like, saunas and hot When I told him that I took a shower in one of the caverns, he said it probably was fake. I mean, I just am assuming there. But what if it was, like, a natural cavern that you could take a shower in? Then I might go and, like, look at it. I'm not going to shower in it. <laughs> so Janelle it has this fun. weird obsession with wanting me to get, like, a massage or go to a spa or get a pedicure or something. I just have okay. no interest. The pedicure is not about that. The pedicure is... You complain about your feet hurt, they're cracked, they're gross. They will get that stuff right off your feet, and you will feel like a new man. <sighs> your dad's gotten one. It's, that's fine. I don't want to do it. Just do it for medical reasons. I don't like to do things for medical You'd reasons. You'd rather feel the extreme itchy achiness of, like, just... Scratching your feet together instead of just getting them removed real quick. Yeah. In a nice, soothing massage bath. I, I think you summed that up pretty well, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> well, maybe in this next decade we'll... Maybe in my 40s I'll come around on it. I kind of doubt it. 
Maybe I should stop refusing to pedicure your feet for you. You should stop refusing to? I don't think, I don't think you mean Start what you said you mean. refusing to? Anyway. All right, well, you now. You the show there. I was ending the show. I had to get those tids in. That's the last time we'll That's go on a last-minute tangent at the end of our episode during my 30s. I'm already 40. It doesn't, like, I'm the one who tangented I know, but I'm saying it's the last time that you'll interrupt me closing the show with a big tangent while I'm in my 30s. <sighs> so thank you all for listening, and uh, join us again soon. I don't know, we're going we're gonna to record some more, but I don't know if we'll be able to get it out. Another one before the end of the year? Probably not. This might be the last one in 2018. We've got a lot going on. We do have a lot. We'll see. I'm not going to make any guarantees because we always try to when we're on breaks and then who knows. But We'll bring it with us. We'll bring it along and we'll see what we can get. I think we might record a little at our game night next this weekend. But um, if we don't hear from you, if you don't hear from us before, then have a happy new year and a Merry Christmas and happy Hanukkah and all of the other things that happen at this time of year. Mm -hmm. And uh, we hope that you guys enjoy... Your time with family and friends and with the Mandarin Orange Show. Fa-la-la-la-la. Fa-la-la-la-la. So for the Mandarin Orange Show, I'm Phil. And I'm Janelle. And we talk so you don't have to.